1: Now, here's your host, Jennifer Jackson. I do. I want to simply be with him. And one of the fastest ways that we can do that is to enter his gates with thanksgiving, to give thanks and to be grateful and to actually give, give to him. It says in Psalm 100 that we enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. But we're in the middle of a series. We're talking about giving thanks, but we're actually talking about giving and how we can give and be generous and to be thankful in that process and to be thankful for God. Yes, it's, it's a challenge sometimes depending on where we're at in our life. I want you to listen. This is part two of give thanks. So you, yes, you have these barriers. I had a bad case of the grumps one time. I was in junior high and I was ungrateful to my parents. I thought the best thing in the world would be to have a good pair of Jordache jeans. If you couldn't have a pair of Jordache, maybe some Gloria Vanderbilt jeans. And all the guys had cool parachute pants. I I definitely didn't have parachute pants. And so I wanted something really cool. And I was this tall. And my jeans were getting shorter and shorter and shorter. And when you're in junior high, it's a big deal. And so I would go to school and the kids, wow, they can be mean, right? And they were like, are you ready for a flood? Are you ready for a flood? And I was like, oh, you know, so here I am, my high water's every day. I had a pair of black flats and a pair of green, like bright green basketball shoes. Those, that was my shoe selection. So I was ungrateful to my parents. I didn't understand. I had the grumpies about the whole thing. And I decided to work in the office. So I I was helping out, you know, the principal. They let you run errands and you get the hall pass and, and do different things. So I was in the principal's office one day helping. And the school nurse had this basket, this huge basket, and it had soap, and it had, you know, a hair comb and toothbrush, gift cards, all this stuff in this basket. And into the office comes a guy named Roger. And Roger's embarrassed because I'm in the office, and I'm, like, acting like I'm not in the office. I'm thinking, why is he in the office? And, and then I notice, you know, Roger has some kind of funky polyester plaid pants on, you know. He just definitely did not have the, the cool parachute pants on. And the school nurse was meeting with Roger, and the school nurse was sharing with him about hygiene and was giving him this gift basket. And I I repented that day in my heart. I said, God, I've been ungrateful. And I want to be his friend. I want to be friends with him. And I'm going to choose to not worry about these things, this stuff. And Roger, I have to say, was a, he had no not really very many friends, but he was my friend. And he was my friend all the way through high school. And I would look for Roger, and he would look for me. And if he walked in the store today, we would be high-fiving, and how are you? And he was a great person. And I learned I better be grateful for my parents and grateful for what I have. And this stuff, it's not worth to have a case of the grumpies. It's just not worth it. So what do we do? Once we get our mind going right... We have to get something deep in our heart. And in our heart, that is thankfulness. And it is about the people, it is about the Rogers. Thanksgiving is all about your heart. It says in Psalm 100, enter his gates with thanksgiving. Enter his courts with praise. Have you ever had your prayer life just hit a complete wall? You're you're getting nowhere, right? The first thing you wanna do is make your list. And Begin making your list and thanking God for the people in your life for the things in your life and all of a sudden wow! you'll notice. I think I feel the Holy Spirit coming. Wow. I'm this door is open I'm talking with God. It is the secret It is the secret to entering into his presence You begin to thank him and you will see how it'll change you and it'll change change your relationship with the Lord It's all about people It says in 2 Corinthians 4.15 and Ephesians 1.15, this is Paul to the churches, and he talks about this. Uh, He says, all of this is for your benefit, so that the grace that is reaching more and more people may cause thanksgiving to overflow to the glory of God. Ephesians 1.15 to 16, for this reason... Ever since I heard about your faith in the Lord Jesus and your love for all God's people, I have not stopped giving thanks for you and remembering you in my prayers. Paul is saying, yes, they got it. They're getting it. It's about the people. People matter. Do you know people are the only thing that we're going to take with us on into eternity? Nothing here of this world is going to go with us. You know, Jim Elliot, I have a great quote. Peter texted it to me this week. Let me read it to you. Jim Elliot, a famous missionary, he said, he is no fool who gives what he cannot keep to gain what he cannot lose. The only thing that's gonna go with us into eternity is God's people. And and that is what Paul was so excited about. You know, you're not too young to figure this out and you're never too old to figure this out. I have a, a grandmother Oh, she's passed away now, but I had a wonderful grandmother and she was an example to me of this thanksgiving in the heart of people. There she is, this is her 80th birthday party. And uh, this grandmother, she lived in the same uh, location for like 54 years. Her husband had died after 45 years of marriage. And one day she said, I'm gonna have to leave the farm and my church and all my friends and go to assisted living. So I said, Grandma, I'm, I'm gonna come check on you, okay? Because she was devastated. She said, this is harder, almost as hard as losing Grandpa, L- losing everything I know to go to assisted living. So I said, I'm on my way. And she says, well, I won't be home till four. And I said, four, you don't even drive. I mean, where, <laughs> where are you gonna be? And she said, well, I have a job and I'm taking care of another grandma down the street. And so you have to come at four. So I get there and I realize grandma is taking care of another grandma. She's not getting paid. They just pick her up and she calls it her job. And she's going down the street and she's cooking and changing sheets and playing cards with this other grandma and she's helping this family. And it brought her such fulfillment. And so anyway, grandma was just devastated to have to move to assisted living. So I came up with a grand idea. I'm gonna send grandma packages in the mail. So I would send her a wreath for her door and I kept sending packages. And one day she called me and she said, Jenny, I want you to know something. You, I, I'm over it. I'm over the emotional pain. In my case of the grumpies, I, I don't need the packages anymore. I said, you are? And she said, yes. And she said, I'm delivering meals on wheels. And I said, how are you doing that? You don't even drive. <laughs> and she says, well, I have a cart. And I go up and down the nursing home. And I've made so many friends. And she was telling me all about it. You know, she understood the love of people and to give, to give from what she had and to just engage with God's people. You know, in my entryway, I have this little table. It's this wide or or this long and this wide. That was her Thanksgiving table. And when I think about that, We gathered around that table. I thought it was huge as a kid, but it was about the people. That thing is tiny, but we all gathered around, and she showed so much love to all of us. That is the goal. That is putting thanksgiving into our heart for the people around us. So the third phase in our circle of generosity, once we have our mind, now we have it in our heart. We want to live a lifestyle. Of generosity you know when doyle said we're talking about giving i thought can i get fired up about giving yes yes i can i had to think about it a minute and i thought yes i can and i'm excited to share this with you because if you enter in to a lifestyle of generosity it is fun it's rewarding it's fulfilling it's it's the best it really is the first thing that you have to do to have a lifestyle of generosity, is you have to start looking. You have to start looking around you. We, we have a wonderful staff here at the church next door. I don't know if you've met all of them, but I have an administrative assistant. Her name is Alyssa, and she came in one day, and she said, Jennifer, I'm so filled with joy today. And I said, what is it? Tell me. She said, well, on my way home from work yesterday, I witnessed an accident on Roberts Road and she said, Jude was in the car seat, she got out, and she went to this car in front of her. She went to the woman, and I mean, they've called ambulances, it's the real deal, she's holding her hand, the woman was bleeding, and she prayed for her. And Alyssa said, you know, that I had the courage, and I didn't look at at what I was seeing, and I, I decided to pray for her, and she held her hand until the ambulance arrived. And she said, you know, I'm so filled with joy today that I was I was able and willing to do that. You know, you have to look and you see the need. I wanna show you this verse um, that Jesus says in Matthew 10, eight. This is our command. He says, heal the sick, raise the dead, cleanse those who have leprosy, drive out demons. Freely you have received, freely give. You know, Jesus has given us. If he has healed you, Pray for people for healing. If he has set you free of an addiction or delivered you from a demonic force, pray for people. We're supposed to be looking for these opportunities. And as you're looking, if they need a coat or they need, a sh- need some shoes, begin to say every day, I'm looking for the need in the world around me. How can I be Jesus to these people? And you say, Jennifer, how do you take that word of God literally? Yes, I do. That is, our, that is Jesus in us. That is how he wants us to be. That is how Jesus wants us to be. He wants us to be grateful and thankful. It's easier said than done, isn't it? But why don't we pray a little prayer before we end today. Thank you, God. Thank you for the memories. Thank you for all the times that you have fed us in the past, both body and soul. We thank you for the tears that you have kept in your bottles. We thank you for the hope that we read in your word, and we thank you for all the freedoms That we share because of the cross and the forgiveness that you've lavished on us lord for all the times you've protected us and the times you've guided us to better paths lord for the comfort and the care that you've given us that we've received for the goodness for the healing lord we thank you we love you and we praise you today in jesus name amen amen well (laughs) i'm I'm so glad to be with you today. I'm grateful for you. I'm thankful for you and for your lives. Aren't we just learning and growing and going? We, don't stop. Don't give out. Don't give up. Don't give in. Well, I'm Jennifer Jackson, and you are listening to Simply for Women. It's a great day to be together. I don't want you to go anywhere. I love the testimonies that we have on our show. Wonderful testimonies of God's goodness, of his hope, of his encouragement. That'll meet you right where you're at. So we have a testimony coming up. In the meantime, go to jennifer-jackson.org. That's right, jennifer-jackson.org. You are listening to Simply for Women.